I believe this night holds for each and every one of us the very meaning of our lives. This is a war, and we are soldiers. What if tomorrow the war could be over? Isn't that worth fighting for? Isn't that worth dying for? Don't be that guy. Guy to see the remix. This is episode 230. I'm Mark. This is Mike. I'm Deja Vu. We complained about about four or five episodes ago. Yeah. You know what Deja Vu means? Glitch. Yeah, it's it's the end of August. Fall is fall is near. But there's no end in sight to this. The only I I see somewhat of an end in sight. Yeah. Because it cools down faster. It does. Yeah, nights are pleasant. And you wake up in the morning, like, I could throw on a jacket this morning. Yeah. For about 10 minutes. Uh, September 1, I'm wearing a sweater. I don't care. It's just the rule. It's, yeah, September 1, I'm wearing a sweater. I'll, I'll suffer. Yep. I might push it to after Labor. I guess Labor, after Labor Day. It's 95. Is, is that Ma- like the official? Is, is Mark wearing a cardigan? Yeah, it's yeah. September, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get with month. the time. You still wearing shorts? <laughs> like a hobo? September. Oh. Where does the time go? Yeah, it's hot. It's uh, smoky. The air's stagnant. You know, in the nighttime, when it is cool, I can get a breeze to go through my house to save my life. No. Yeah. There's no breeze. You step outside, you go, oh, it's nice and cool. Open up all the windows. Nothing. Nothing. You just sit in there in your hot air. We bought those window fans. Mm. A couple of those. They go in the window. Window yeah. closes on it. You know, sideways or up down. So they're right in the window. Those yeah. really help. Those, yeah. I. It makes it tolerable. Yeah. But then you got to fucking blow a fan all night. Yeah, that's true. And usually it doesn't bother me, but some mm. nights I'll be laying there and all mm. I can do is focus on the noise of the fan. Oh, it helps me sleep. And I start losing my mind. Yeah. Um, we're in a tough spot because we have a portable air conditioner, so you, know, you have to tape it in your window. Mm. And it's like... The exhaust vent. Yeah, the exhaust vent. And you're in a spot where it's like, all right, like today. Today's a hot enough, run the air conditioner. But by, the by you know, 1 a.m., it'd probably be a nice night to just have the window open. And you can't. Oh, because it's all sealed up. I seal it, yeah. yeah. Got weather stripped on there and everything. Yeah. And that, yeah, so we just got to bear until eventually we feel it's safe. September 1. I'm, goes in the garage. If, it, if it's 102 that weekend. You just deal with it. At that point, you just deal with it. Called witchcraft. <laughs> Can't have that September 1. It's looking like it's going to be a hot September. I think it's going to be a hot September. Yeah, it's going to be a hot December. It's going to be 90 degrees in the winter. <laughs> it's never ending. It's going to keep on keeping on. Yeah, we're, we're winding down this summer. Yeah. Summer movie season. Have, have you seen anything? Man, should I have? It doesn't, you know. I want to uh, see Wind River. I might go check that out this yeah. weekend. But other than that, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, it seems like a quiet week for, or a quiet summer for, like, the big blockbusters. Yeah, I mean, what's the must-sees? Yeah. yeah, I mean... Did Thor come out yet? The who? Thor? Thor? Thor Ragnarok? That's a November movie. Oh. That's a thing. That's, wow. That's eat a big meal, 
Go see Thor Ragnarok. Go see Thor. Yeah, I mean, was uh, I don't know, Planet of the Apes? Did that kind of uh, that kind of signal like the last big blockbuster of the summer? I guess we are getting into we are getting into the Oscar movie season. Yeah. Well, we'll go like uh, yeah. I don't know. Is, is, it, is it good things about Wind River? Seems good on Rotten Tomatoes. This, this it's like eighty five or so. Oscar Beatty. Because you you typically go you like September October, you know. Kind of a slower, you know, you, some gems will yeah. pop out, and then you yeah, November, December, those are your hard. Oh, I watched some good comedies. Though. I watched a movie that came out last year on HBO, uh, Nocturnal Animals. I have that on my watch this later list. Yeah, is it good? It's fucking awesome. All right, I'm gonna check that out. We'll find a time. Did you like Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal? I never saw Nightcrawler. Watch Nightcrawler first. That's on my... Oh, is this, this is a, like a spiritual, spiritual successor. Sp- no, it's not even close. But I feel like you should watch Nightcrawler first. It's been on my uh, Netflix queue for the it's longest so time. so good. Nightcrawler is the coolest movie yeah. ever made. Nocturnal Animals is really cool. Yeah. I'm looking, I don't think I brought my phone. I right. saw you with it earlier. Okay, oh, I did have it. All right, I'm going to stand up real fast. But maybe not. There it is. Lost in the couch cushion. Oh, shut up. All right. stood up, and it showed up. Just in case we need to do some research. Yeah. I mean, I got my phone, too, but Mark talks to Alexa. Yeah. Just makes it happen. Yeah, I make it go. Yeah, um, when that movie came out, I was like, that looks dope. I can only see one Amy Adams movie a month. I chose Arrival. That's just my rule. I still haven't seen that one. That's, uh... I wanted to see... See, I was... I wanted to see Nocturnal in the theater, so... Yeah. And this never happened. You didn't... You went no Amy Adams. I went no Amy Adams last year. Oh, man. Yeah, And I don't have the rule. You gotta get one in. I'm still bitter while I haven't seen Arrival yet. I've yeah. talked about it on the show. I'm surprised I haven't shown up on HBO yet. I blame the lady friend. Oh, is this one of those, you gotta see Arrival gotta with wait. me. I gotta see it. And then no one got to see Arrival. No. I liked Arrival. I liked Arrival. It was it was good. Uh, her. It's got that guy who was Jason Bourne once. Or not, Jay. He was in a Bourne movie, but it wasn't Jason Bourne. Forrest Whitaker, doing his uh, doing his thing. It was good. Sounds cool. Yeah, uh, but Nocturnal Animals. I, I, yeah. I got it on my list. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna check it out. Good stuff. The movie's yeah. good stuff. Because uh, it's a turn down the lights, pay attention movie. That's that's the only type of movie. <laughs> I watched The Jerk yesterday, and I was just like, I watched it with my wife. I was like, hey. Pay attention. Pay attention. The jerk's on. The jerk. It's so funny. It's very subtle. <laughs> um, it, there were, you know, it, there were a lot of things that made me laugh in that movie. Still, I need to watch it again. It's probably been fifteen yeah. years. It is one of those movies I go. He can't make this today. No, he can't. He wouldn't get out of that. He no can't go. Yeah. <laughs> no one go. Yeah. It, it, it can't be a Will Ferrell movie. You can't have. I don't. I don't think he could be raised a poor. He, I, I don't think he'd be born a poor black child. I don't think that can be in it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, they're, they're, you know, it's slow though. Those seventies comedies. Yeah, they, they'll go ahead. They'll go was a while. It really made in the seventies. Um, I want to say it felt like it was made in the seventies. You know, it, it looked very dated. I mean, Steve Martin hasn't aged. No, he was born old. His hair got a little whiter. He stays old. But I mean, what was he? 24 in that movie? Maybe. Gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Cheaper by the Dozen. There's a good Steve Martin. Yeah. That's a good movie. 
Cheapest by the Dozen? Isn't that the second one? That was one? the sequel. We may we may get around to that one. Well, <laughs> um, oh, it doesn't even matter if I'm a phone. I get bad reception in Studio B. Mm, yeah. So, um, let's just say the joke was made in the 70s. In the 70s. It feels like a 70s Even movie. if it wasn't, yeah. it was spiritually a 70s movie. Spir- yeah, spiritually in a 70s movie. Uh, you know what wasn't made? Oh, and that just being said, I haven't really seen anything. So I'm gonna watch Nocturnal Animals. Game of Thrones is over. My Sundays are free. Thrones is over. Oh, um, I'm, I'm watching movies. I guess. Uh, I dipped into the Deuce, the HBO show. Yeah. Uh, who's that? That's uh, the Wire. James Franco. It's the the creators and of the Wire. Yeah. James Franco, Maggie Gyllenhaal, um, Method Man. Ma- basically, the whole cast of the Wire. Yeah. Is in it. Um. I gotta say, well, first you need to you need to give yourself a good ninety minutes for the pilot. Okay, long pilot. Yeah, it's probably hour twenty. All right. Um, I liked it. Okay. I think they got a hit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the dudes. It's like, now that filmed in like two thousand, let's say sixteen, maybe seventeen, takes place in the seventies. Yes. Opposite of the jerk. Yes. 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 <laughs> Yeah, makes you uh, makes you appreciate James Franco. I mean, I like James Franco. Yeah, he you know Franco does get a bad rap for kind of just being James Franco. Yeah, that that guy can be great, but I think that's because he doesn't give a shit. Yes, like he's like, yeah, I'm a stoner. It's cool. I don't care. Yeah, he'll do react. He'll do you know why him, the Brian Cranston Christmas you know movie. Oh yeah, he'll do that, (laughs) and then you'll just forget like. Pineapple Express. I I think his best role. <laughs> He's so damn funny in that. He's good, that's for sure. He, that's the funniest James Franco's ever. I don't been. call it his best role because I don't really see it as a stretch. Oh, he just. You know, I need to see him. I need to see him really, yeah. really acting. But you know, you forget like the guy can do like 127 hours and just yeah. you know. He, yep. Yeah. He he could be Fly a, the apes. Yeah. Yeah, he does some good stuff. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a really good actor. He was awesome in that Hulu show. Or was that Amazon? Uh, Hulu, yeah. He was really good in that. That was cool. Yeah, I think people, he, you know, he kind of just kind of does he like the stoner. Like, oh yeah, he's just, he's Seth Rogen's buddy. Yeah. But, no, he, I think he's got, I think he's got a little more acting chops. He does. Yeah. Yeah, check out The Deuce. All right, we're going to check out The Deuce. We're going to watch The Deuce. We're going to watch uh, Nocturnal Animals. Um, Do you know anything about The Deuce? Other than that, it's, it's David Simon. It was filmed recently, but takes place in the 70s. That blows my mind. Uh, outside that, that's all I know. New York, cool, right? Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, I'm not going to tell you anything about it. I don't know. Is I, cop show? I, yeah, because I honestly it, don't know what I'm it is. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Because I was watching it, and I was like, well, that's fucking rad. Oh, right, we just got one episode? So, yep. And I think it's a... Uh, you can stream it early. I don't think it's actually been... Oh, uh, is this like what they did with um, The Night Of? Yeah, I think so. We both watched it, and then went online. It was like debuts next week. I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a little thing that said early access okay. on my HBO Now account. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah we'll into that. Let yeah. me know what you think of that. Yeah, definitely will. And then uh, watch the jerk. Check that out. I Done guess. deal. Yeah. Right. Right now, all my free time was. Uh, Thinking about Game of Thrones and that edit, it's just going to be a lot of time. Uh, I'm working my way through it because it comes out uh, next week. I would like to finish that being with a book. I think that w- we're going on a month now. Uh, I'm almost done. I think that movie is going to be bad. 
Yeah, we shall see. I, don't I think, think it looks going to be very well received. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. I, I think, I think. It, I mean, it looks, it looks scary. It does look scary. It looks scary. Um, his other one, Dark Tower, that that was not received well. That bombed hard. That bombed pretty hard. And, Glad uh, I didn't go to that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I'll still check that out when it hits. When it hits the, oh, yeah. uh, it looks services, fun. But it, you know, look like guy cool. loading. Loading bullets in yeah, the air. That seems yeah. fun. That seems really cool. I was like, when a guy can do that. He shoots with his heart, he aims with his, his head, and he kills with his dick. Whatever he says. Yeah. He had that little monologue in the preview. <laughs> I think, I, I think that's like it. that. Yeah. I, I think that's the move. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I'll play. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go see it probably that weekend. I'll, I'll, I'll report back. Yeah. People people remember the, uh, the miniseries too fondly, though, on the internet. Yeah. Because um, that's bad. It's so hokey that... It's, yeah, when I was uh, six years old, terrified. Absolutely. Watched it as an adult, yeah. and I go, this... I mean, Tim Curry's great. That's it. The only thing to take away from that is, like, Tim Curry is really is really having a blast. The rest of it's so bad. I remember... It was made for TV. Like, you can't do anything. I remember being too scared to watch the second night of it. Oh. I've seen it since. Yeah. But I remember as a kid watching with my dad, like, begging to watch yeah. it, and yeah. he... He knew I shouldn't watch it. Yeah, it was, it was on TV. And then I read the book later. Yeah, but damn. Yeah. So uh, I was never. It didn't scar me like some. I've never scar, had a fear, uh, of, like fear of clowns. Oh, yeah, I always hear about people. I saw it, and now I'm terrified of clowns. Yeah, because I mean, sharks. So I saw it, and I was like, no, thank you, sharks. Fuck sharks. Fuck sharks. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. But uh, I think that's gonna bomb. But if it's good reviews, I will go see it. Um, bomb like it's not gonna do well. I think it's gonna be a critical, a, a critical, a critical bomb. Bomb. I think it's gonna be a financial success, Regar- I, I, regardless of the uh, reviews. Just because it's like September eighth, I think it might have a decent opening. Weekend. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Like, this is kind of the time where, like, people are going to, like, this is kind of the time where, like, a horror movie comes out of nowhere to, like, win the weekend. Yeah. And I think it's going to be it. But if I eat my words, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll eat words. I want all movies to be good. That's I don't I don't root for a movie to be bad. This is why Mike and I do this podcast, because people go, oh, they're remaking it, but the first one was a masterpiece. You can't remake a movie. Mike and I hope remakes are good. Yeah. We hope sequels are. I hope originals are good. I mean, the only the only remake I had, I really was offended by was RoboCop. Yeah, because that was a perfect movie. That was a masterpiece. Yeah, RoboCop is a perfect film. Yeah. Why would you remake a perfect movie? No, we. Mike and I love movies. We want movies to be good. I I don't want to go and waste an hour and a half and be like that was bad. I want to enjoy no, myself. I am somewhat relieved when I see a movie I was interested in yeah. do really bad because then I'm just like, well, cool. I don't have to go. You know, I did think about the Gunslinger. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like I, I or the uh, Dark Tower. Where I was like, oh, okay, I, I want to see this. Not it wasn't like high on my list. I was like, there's like four other movies in the month of August I would rather see than this. Mm-hmm. And then when it got bad reviews, I was like, all right, good. I can wait till Redbox. Like yeah, yeah, I was relief. the same way. Like, uh, eh, well, that's too bad. Mike yeah. also kind of does a little shuffle if uh, he sees Tobey Maguire. Just uh, his movies suck. Celebrates. A yeah, bit. I mean, just yeah. generally they are bad. Well, yeah, you don't even have to read the review. No, I just know this shit. You just know. And then, like, something in the universe, kind of everything just kind of aligns. You go, yeah, that's what I said. 
Yeah. When I saw that that was a movie, it was bad. When I heard Tobey Maguire was going to be in Seabiscuit, I cried. For the horse? For the story. For all the people. That's like one of my like, childhood <laughs> books I loved. Oh. Fucking Tobey Maguire ruined it. Yeah. He truly did ruin your childhood. Son of a bitch. Actually, that was a pretty good movie. <laughs> I, I never saw it. It's, uh, it's pretty, pretty solid. I was like, they minimized Tobey Maguire. Ugh. Well, he, yeah, he was a jockey. Yeah, he's little. That made him smaller. He shrunk him. Kind of like, <laughs> you seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Same kind of tricks. Yeah. <laughs> it's all mirrors. They had him stand in a hole so the horse would look bigger. Now, speaking of not ruining our childhood, Mike, or maybe it maybe ruined your childhood, this week's movie, we went back and we, we watched, I'd probably say, maybe the staple of middle school, Mark, the, the action staple Middle school? Uh, yeah, this 19... Well, the original, 1999 Matrix, I was in the 7th grade. Okay, I was a, I was a junior slash senior. Yeah, so I was... Yeah, seventh Not that grade. I flunked, just that... <laughs> I, it was probably... It was the summer before my senior year. Yeah. So we went back and we watched the sequel to my action movie sta- middle school staple, The Matrix. We watched Matrix Reloaded. Four years later, the Wachowskis... They come back, right, direct. Now, uh, the Wachowski... Now, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but are the Wachow, Wachow, Wachowski... Wachowski? Wachowskis? The Wachowski brothers, now say the Wachowski Wachow- sisters? You know, that's why I just wrote Wachowskis and just left it at that. They they, they both, both? They both did gender reassignment. Gender reassignment. It was just one, then they were the Wachowski siblings. I think they did a movie... Or no, I, they did uh, that Netflix show. I think Speed Netflix Racer show. was... One was a They weren't the brothers. That show they did on Sense8. Okay. I believe was the siblings. Okay. And since then, uh, they've both not gone through gender reassignment. That's interesting. So now they're so um, but you know, if you really want to encompass all their work, I just call them the Wachowskis. But I mean, I mean it's the same person. It's the same person. Uh, you know, you can compare the art. See if uh, one was better as a That's true, I male guess. versus a female writer. I guess you could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are they good? Do Do we have strong opinions about the Wachowskis? I really. To me, it's the Matrix, and then I really don't know what else. I really. Did they do Cloud Atlas? I I don't know if they did Cloud Atlas. It seems um, like weird shit. They did they V do. for Vendetta. Oh, did they? And I, liked, I like that movie. I liked V for Vendetta. Yeah. Um, I don't have an opinion about Speed Racer, but it is on HBO, and that is on my. Uh, I never. Yeah, I never saw that. It's one. It's on my watch list. Yeah. Like. I should watch Speed Racer. I'll, I, I have an opinion about one, it. But I was never interested because I don't like that guy. Tobey Maguire and Jace. Tobey Maguire's um, homie. Oof. Yeah. Emil Hirsch. Emil Hirsch. I don't like Emil Hirsch. Are they buddies? They seem like they'd be buddies. They're probably homies. I bet they play uh, poker together. Probably. That's like Tobey Maguire's thing. Him and Topher Grace. I like yeah, I'm not, Grace, I'm not a fan of Hil- Emil Hirsch's acting yeah. career in movies. But Matthew Fox is in it. We love Party of Five. Oh yeah, and that was like coming off that. That's loss. It was coming yeah. off loss. It was like Matthew Fox. He's Racer X. Not not Christina Ricci, but I guess because I don't know shit about Speed Racer either. Yeah, it wasn't like a big cartoon that I watched either. It was so old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a monkey in it though. I guess. So now I'm out. He's a mechanic. Now I'm out. Does that help? Now I'm out. Monkey mechanic. If you so, would have said orangutan, I would have been in, but you said monkey, I'm out. <laughs> but, so, what else, whatever else, I didn't watch Sense8, 
I didn't see. Did you see that? On Never. No. Nope. Yeah. I, I wanted to check that out. Just haven't got around to it. So Mike and I, we're not what you'd call Wachowski completists. No. But no. I'd say The Matrix is probably their, uh, and that's their movie. That's their, 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 yeah, their, their masterpiece. Yeah, their ground jewel. Yeah. That, that's what they're known for. Yeah. They're Mr. Holland's opus. <laughs> so the first one comes out in 1999. It's, uh, it's a huge success. Both, uh, Critically, 87% on Rotten Tomato. Financially, made a bunch of money. I think pretty quickly they announced that there's going to be a sequel. Uh, and they do an interesting thing where they split up or we get two movies, but they're six months apart. So we get Reloaded, Revolution, uh, one's in the summer, one's in the winter. Um, so The Matrix, it's the story of a computer programmer, hacker. I don't, is it clear what he does? He's a hacker, right? He's works in an office during the day. What does he do? I don't know. He works in a cubicle. It's Keanu Reeves. He works in a cubicle. He works in a cubicle. Um, he meets Morpheus. He meets uh, Morpheus. Tells him, "Hey, your reality is just a simulated program. Let's go unplugged." He unplugs him. Now he's Neo. Uh, they all have cool names. It's, they do have cool yeah, names. It's very. It's very much like the movie Hacker. Hackers, where you all get a you get a cool yeah. name. Morpheus, Trinity. Tank, Dozer, Neo. Um, so they get unplugged. They realize, or he tells them, hey, there's a war. Machines, man, they've been at it. Machines are winning. They grow humans. They let them live in the Matrix, but they're just harvesting their energy for power. Uh, Morpheus, he's part of the rebellion. We're, we're fighting the good fight against the machines. Uh, in order to fight him, you, you plug into the Matrix, where it's just a simulated program. You gain all types of powers and kung fu and stuff and gun whatever you expertise. need to know. Whatever you need to know, they just jack in your brain. Yeah, and um, we leave the first matrix. We find out that uh, Neo is the one that a prophecy has stated would come and help win the war for the uh, for uh, the good guys. Depending on what side you're on, I don't know. I guess I guess if I'm watching on my Blu-ray player, my Blu-ray player is like, oh, I root for the machines. Yep. Yeah. So this movie comes out four years later. It picks up sometime after. Yeah, we're not exactly sure how sure, long, but, but Neo has seemed to have become some sort of folk hero. Yeah, the the word is out. The, yeah, the the mythology is growing on him. Yeah, and now we kind of get a little more. So I got Matrix One would be like that's Neo's story. He's the recruit. He's the guy who comes from out of the Matrix. Out of it, back into it, and then he's the one. That's just where it ends. It's like, okay, Neo's the hero. Wow, look what he can do. Look what he can do. All the while, there's talks that there's this war. And then, Reloaded, and I assume Revolution, uh, that's like, well, here's the actual war between man versus machine. So this one, it's it's more, there's a mission. There's a mission at stake. We know that their home capital, the humans, Zion, is going to be under attack within 72 hours by uh, drilling machines, sentinels. It's not a lot of time. Uh, All the while, this prophecy says, Neil, you got to get back in the Matrix. you got to meet all these people. You hold the key to taking this whole thing down. And that's kind of what the movie, uh, it's kind of those two fronts. What's happening in Zion, what's happening inside the Matrix with Neo's journey. Uh, What do you think this one got, Rotten Tomato-wise? Oh, um, can you tell me what the first one was? 87. First one's 87. 
I'm guessing this one was like 55. 73. 73. So okay. people are still on board with okay. this. Um, this is not the first time you've seen Reloaded, right? No. Okay, so, but long, first time, long time? First time, um, in probably, it's probably been five years. Because about five years ago, uh-huh. I decided I want to watch The Matrix. Yeah. I thought I had the DVD. I did not. Turns out you didn't know. So, I bought a DVD, which was all three movies. Mm -hmm. So, that was cool. So, I watched them all. Yeah. And then, when I was looking for that DVD to watch for this week, Mm -hmm. I realized I had The Matrix Reloaded on its own DVD. So, you have to reload it twice. So, I'm wondering if I do have The Matrix DVD over there. I just couldn't find it. I just couldn't find it. Yeah. It's it's (laughs) misfiled. Yeah. Yeah, so it's probably been five years. I'd say five years ago, I watched all three. You know what it is? You were looking under sci-fi, and you actually have it filed under action. I probably action have it filed thriller. under Wachowski. Oh, under, for W, yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's way at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, just initial, did you watch the first one? No. Not, just no. Don't, just don't write it reloaded. I've yeah. seen the first one so many times, I yeah. do not, big fan of the first one, do not need to watch it again yeah. to be ready for the second one. If first, I had time, I would have, but I didn't have time. Yeah. First one is is still pretty great. It's still pretty cool. It's pretty, I mean, they talk a lot about bullet time when I was on the internet, kind of just yeah. doing my research. They, they kind of revolutionized the way they filmed action movies. Yeah. It just looks really cool. It's, um, and the second one does too. The second one looks super neat. It does. Yeah. So, just kind of initial impressions as you're, as you're watching Reloaded. Were you digging it? Yeah, I still I still really enjoyed it. I I mean I sat here, I put it on, and I just mm-hmm. I didn't go to anything else. Like if I like watching Batman and Robin, yeah. At one point I was playing my guitar. <laughs> at another point I was playing Hearthstone on my phone. Yeah. But this movie I just sat here and I watched it. Just it, yeah. Just a fun action movie to yeah. put on, yeah. I just liked it. Uh, yeah, it looks really cool. The uh, the freeway scene. Is, yeah, I mean, that's just it's you know it's uh, fourteen years old now. It looks great. It still looks cool. Yeah. I I think they they knew like the the most popular parts. Mm-hmm. I mean, the most popular part of the Matrix is the shootout scene in the bank, or mm-hmm. is that a bank? Him and Trinity walking right, with yeah. all the guns and yeah. just fuck fuck people up. And I think they're like, okay, that was the that was the defining moment of that movie. Yeah. We need five of those in this movie. Yeah. You kind of get that. Some of them worked. Mm -hmm. Some didn't. There was a hell of a lot more in this movie. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the bank scene, probably the most iconic uh, scene of the the trilogy, of, like, what is the Matrix. Not my favorite one, though. Uh, Watching these two, my my, my favorite scene is the uh, Mr. Smith, or Agent Smith, uh, Neo subway battle. Yeah. That yeah. one's pretty cool. Um, yeah, but this one, this one has some great ones. Um, Neo fighting a bunch of Agent Smiths. Yeah, the, I mean, the there's that, battle. that point uh, where he pulls out, like, the signpost. Yeah. He's using that as a weapon. Yeah. That is crazy. I, I usually, and, you know, um, I'm not a big fan of, like, goofy uh, sound effects, but uh, when he knocked one Agent Smith into a bunch of other Agent Smiths and it's down to, like, bowling pins. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind it. Yeah. It's not like I was like, ah, it, that took me out of it. There were some cool fights. Just that was an interesting the fights uh, in that like mansion with all the the bad guys who were pulling all the swords off the walls. Yeah, 
There yeah. was just so many fights. A lot of fights. And they, they lasted a long, long time. time. Were, I mean, that freeway battle is like... I mean, let's say you don't even include where everybody's pulling weapons off the wall. Like, if that, if those are two separate events. That freeway battle has to be like 15 minutes long. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes yeah. of just them driving on the freeway. Um, so that kind of just leave me in. Uh, you know, just kind of talking about the, the movie. I, I do, I, I write down questions. So, Kung Fu, obviously, is the most visually appealing form of fighting, I think, in movies. It has to be. It's so artistic. It, and yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it's Especially when it's cool. choreographed this well. Yeah. Um, in reality, though, would it be the most effective way to fight agents uh, for the machines? <laughs> uh. I, I say this because Neo <laughs> has the power of flight. So, like, could he have the power to control fire? Could he control electricity? Maybe knowing some judo and closing the gap between, uh, you know, in Kung Fu, there's spacing, it's very precise. You know, judo, you just get your arms on a guy and wrestle him to the ground. Um, I just don't know if Kung Fu is the most uh, efficient way to, to battle. But there's so many forms that maybe it's the most adaptive. Yeah. Because those agents, they're always turning up their they're turning up the tricks they're changing up their tactics yeah is it agreed upon that everybody's just gonna know kung fu or is someone fighting outside you know they say fights make uh, or styles make fights you know uh you got a guy that you know uh, uh in boxing a uh, floyd mayweather reason he's so good is, is that he's, he's a defensive fighter it makes the other guy change the style so is someone a master of kung fu and they're forcing the agents to fight their style because maybe their style uh, maybe their style is judo but the kung fu style is not, not not letting them close close the close the ground on them. This is what I know about yeah. kung fu, man. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I watch a lot of kung fu movies. My brothers are black belts in kung fu. Yeah, I don't know nothing about it. You think they take down an agent? No. Yeah. No, I think they're slow and like not very aggressive. How's their backflips off uh, off semi trucks while they're moving? Those are pretty good. Okay, they, 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 <laughs> they got those down. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, they, they kill those uh, weird squid twins with fire. Why can't he just control fire? Can he program himself to shoot fire? I don't really, watching Matrix and then watching Matrix Reloaded, I still don't quite understand Neo and what he's been able to I do. I like how you call them squid twins. Yeah, they kind of look like squid twins. I, I always call them ghost twins. Because mm, they turn into ghosts. When they turn into ghosts, they kind of look like squids. Because <laughs> they just got dreadlocks. No, they remind me of the librarian from Ghostbusters. Oh. D- <laughs> yeah, I guess they could, yeah. They turned into, yeah, I just call them squid, squid twins. They kind of move like squids. Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. They're like, yeah. Squid twins. Squid twins. And then the sentinels, I call them uh, squid bots. Those are definitely squid bots. Yeah, they're like squid bots. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I, I don't fully understand... If you had to, like, um, you know, become an expert in the Matrix, do you feel like you could properly explain Neo's role within the Matrix and um, how he has become the one? Uh, no. No. Yeah. I have no idea. My brief understanding, so when you get plugged in the Matrix, it's just a computer program, right? Right. And they have a way to manipulate it. And he's the best at being able to manipulate it. That's So he can fly. Well, see, like, every... He can break the rules. Yeah. He can manipulate it. Where Morpheus and Trinity, right. they have to, they, they are restricted to the confines of the program. Right. 
But they can... So they may be able to do, like, superhuman-looking right. things to us. Yeah. Their abilities become but they're enhanced. With, but they're too. within the rules of yeah. the Matrix, where Neo can change those rules. Yeah. He can fly. He can fly. Morpheus and Trinity are human beings. They cannot fly yeah. within the rules of the Matrix. But Neo can change those things. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's just... So I wonder what else he could do. Maybe we'll learn in the third one. I don't know. Because <laughs> what I've learned... So they're fi- this one does give me a little more explanation. The bad guys are just programs. Yeah. Just computer programs. Just computer programs. But if you punch a computer program, it's slow. And if you kill a computer program within the Matrix, that program gets deleted. So I just... They're an effective way to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and like... So like the the machines... Yeah. Back in the beginning mm-hmm. became self-aware. Yeah. Or whatever. And took over the humans. Or then you got the program... Agent Smith, within the machines, he's almost got his own, like, thing going on. Well, he refused his, to be deleted. Right. And and so he's, uh, like, self-aware, mm-hmm. in a way. So he's almost like the second coming of the machines. It's the machines, we created the machines, the machines became self-aware, and then they... And they destroyed humans. They destroyed humans. The machines, machines created, created programs. Pro- Mr. Smith. Yeah, Mr. Smith. Or, or others. But yeah. And, and Mr. Smith, thing. Yeah. he now found a way. Yeah. Perhaps Mr. Smith is the one. All I know is it's cool. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Hugo Weaving is awesome. Yeah, he's really great. <laughs> um, like, low-key, like, MVP of the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, Keanu, this was probably, you know, it's huge for Keanu. Hugo Weaving, like, low-key is, like, the best part of these movies. Yeah, he's such a cool villain. Yeah. Um, so you have Keanu and like, you know, where, where does this stand? Just, just a little name association. Okay. You say the movie that you think this guy's most associated with. So let's start with Hugo Weaving. Oh, probably Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Okay, see, I see The Matrix, but I'm not a big Lord of the Rings okay. fan. The only other one I have, because I don't know, Carrie Ann Moss, I guess we could do, but. I love Carrie Ann. For, for what the else? record, okay. I love me some Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, what, what else would we know Carrie Ann Moss from? Memento. Oh, that's right. She's and... in Memento. She was in Jessica Jones. Yep, she is in that. And then I'm out. Yeah. So really, I would say to The me, Matrix. She's Trinity from yeah, The Matrix. Yeah, if you t- said, that'd be my first association. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Like I can't. Thinking, he's thinking. I can't. He was yeah. in the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, he was in that. Yeah, and really those were just... Yeah, I associate the Matrix with... Yeah, those are just um, fillers to get to the big one, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne is Morpheus. Yes. Yeah. Keanu? Keanu. Man, for me, it's Bill and Ted. Oh, that's one I have on here. So, but close, uh, getting one more movie and I'll do it will be John Wick. I, yeah, so I go, when people hear Keanu... I assume you're either going to think of him as Neo, you'll think of him as Ted, the cop from Speed. Some people, I'm sure there's people who just go, oh yeah, he's the guy from Speed. Yeah. Uh, John Utah. Yeah. Or John Wick. And I wrote, for me now, if you just go Keanu Reeves, I go, it's John Wick. Uh, with just the two. But for a long time, even with three Matrix movies, and I really love the Matrix, he's John, he was like, that's John Utah. Mm. Yeah. I, I love Point Break, and... Um, I just feel like it's the definitive Keanu experience is watching him as an undercover FBI surfer. 
is... <laughs> That being said, we just kind of went through it's all those... It's a hard those... branch to get into the federal government. <laughs> it's, it's real tough. FBI? Not that hard. Oh, and you got John... Yeah. You got John C. McGilley being a dick in the office to you. <laughs> yeah. Guess, guess we had an asshole shortage that must have sent you. Hey, man, he's the only FBI surfer you got. Why are you being a jerk? It's his first day on the job. Keanu Reeves, is he, is he an underrated action star? Or do you think he's probably rated? Do you think he gets enough credit being in that, like, 1990s collection of the guys when you think action hero? I'm going to say he's underrated because they didn't put him in the Expendables, one, two, three, or four. Never shown up in an Expendable. But, yeah, I think maybe he's a little underrated. You know what? I'll take The Matrix. You know, just give me three. I'll take The Matrix, Speed, and Point Break. And I'll put that, not even John Wick's too new, but just those three. I'll put that against anything Stallone's got. Oh, that maybe yeah. Not Stallone, dude, because Stallone, Ooh, no, three. Stallone, no Rocky. You can say Stallone, but you no, yeah, see. we're just talking like the action. Yeah, Stallone, we're, we're talking like Cobra. Stallone, not Rocky. I mean, yeah, you, okay, you're gonna bring Rambo to the table. That's gonna be tough to overcome. What are you gonna do? Tango and Cash and Cobra as, as your two <laughs> and three? I'll, t- I'll take my chances with Keanu. Yeah, Swartz, You know, I think he's, I, I think Keanu. I'll take his movie. I'll take those three against anything Seagal's got. And I'll give you Under Siege 1 and 2. You can put those as two separate movies. Uh, Van Damme? Yeah. We'll see you at the table. Keanu Reeves. Underrated. But I think John Wick, um, now, if you're like... It's weird now because you're like, who are the huge action stars of the 2010s? I don't know. Liam Neeson and Keanu Reeves? I don't even know if I'd say Keanu Reeves. I would just... Just just watch those guys? Liam Neeson and... I'm out. Yeah. You're not going to put the John Wicks? Liam Neeson and fucking Iron Man guy. Robert Downey. Yeah, that's all they are. I know. I wouldn't put the Iron... I I wouldn't put the John Wicks. Like, there's just something... There's just such a different... You you put them in a thing of their own. They're just so, like... I don't even... I can't even put them in the same category with those. All right. Liam Neeson is the action hero we need. Liam Neeson's badass. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Would you take John Wick over Taken? Man, that first Taken's really good. So fucking good. John Wick, the first John Wick's such so a great movie. Fucking good. Uh, but I, Liam Neeson, I'm a big, I'm a big Gray fan. Even though it's not really an action movie. I love the Gray. The Gray is great. Uh, I love the one in the flight movie he did, where he's an air marshal. I'll throw that, that one on. Was good. Yeah. Did you see Unknown? I never saw Unknown. Unknown's it's cool. I watched A Walk Among the Tombstones and I liked it. Oh, uh, I never saw that one. I thought that one was good. I haven't seen Run All Night, but. It's on my Liam Neeson to-do list. It's right after Schindler's List. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. Can we just go ahead and say Liam Neeson is the shit? Yeah. Liam cool. Neeson is the shit. He's we'll, the shit. We ride for Liam Neeson. Yeah. I'll take any of those action guys. <laughs> I'll put you against... you. Oh, who you didn't come at me with? Vin Diesel? The Rock? I'll, we got Liam, Liam Neeson. Fucking Neeson. Guy's like 6'4". He's huge. He's awesome. He's yeah. a fly fisherman. Oh, is he? Yeah. I know that. I just always assumed he was like, uh, like Dale Day-Lewis, like he cobbled shoes or something. <laughs> he's British. Wait, he's, Dale Day-Lewis uh, is Irish. a cobbler? No, you never heard of that. No. Yeah, I guess in his off time, he like cobbled shoes or something. That might be an urban legend. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. That's a I, weird hobby. I think in his off time, he just lives in Ireland and like, is like doesn't have the internet and just cobbles shoes. I'd also like to put Dale Day-Lewis on he's the shit list. Yeah. 
Because um, that guy's the shit. Great actor. Yeah. Last of Mohicans. Come on. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. He needs a bigger body work. He needs to show up in um, a walk among the tombstones and play an air marshal. Why don't we write our own super action star movie? Fuck all those expendable guys. Yeah. Let's get Liam. Let's get Daniel Day Lewis. Let's get Keanu. Yeah. We'll do our own Expendables thing, but better. Uh, Charles Bronson. We'll bring him in. Yeah. Well, it's a little soon, but we'll bring in Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need we need more John Wicks. We need, we need... I think we're getting one more, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a trilogy. We need those types. There's too, too, much, too much of this Marvel stuff. These kids, these, Making these kids soft. You just need a good movie where a guy punches a guy in the face. And that's how he resolves his issues. Yeah. Or know some sweet gun gun battle. Gun fighting. Is gun cool. fighting. Yeah. So as I said, in this movie, and I'm sure Revolution falls more on this, uh, but we know that Zion, that huge rave that is known as Zion. Is, that's, a, that's a weird deal they got going on there with that rave. That was, because Morpheus announces, hey guys, shit's about to go down, we're all in danger, let's get our rave on. Everybody dance. Everybody dance now. Uh, we got we got some techno drums, and we're just gonna get sweaty and dance. That was weird. That was that was uh, some weird stuff. That was, that was the weirdest part. Um, I I wrote I said this about the, the Matrix Reloaded. I I and I I enjoyed it. Um, it, it is a fun action movie. It is. I do feel it's imbalanced in that that first twenty minutes is kind of tough, and then the like the last part. Is also we just like there's a there's a there's a big info dump scene yeah. that takes too long. I was like, this needs to be spread out throughout the movie. Yeah, I know you, you can't do like a bunch of action and then just stop it. And be yeah, like, it's just it goes from this crazy yeah. action to just this sterile environment of yeah, talking. Of, yeah, of, and of, explaining. Yep, explanation. And it's it's so it's just it's just, it's imbalanced. But I thought I thought it was good. Um, so we know that this attack on Zion's coming. So there's there's some. Um, there's some tension amongst the humans. Um, there's a distress call. It brings all the ships back. We're going to defend against these this attack. But then Morpheus is like, no, we got to go rogue because Neo has to get back in the Matrix. He has to meet with the Oracle, who's going to tell him to meet with the Keymaster, who's going to tell him to meet with the Gatekeeper, who then he has to go find the um, Postman. And then he has to talk to the postman. The postman sends him to the proctologist. And he's going to learn about the prophecy that way. Yep. So they're like, the council's like, yeah, let him go. Let him go do this. It's cool. And the general, I guess. I don't know. What, what's Locke? Admiral? Something, yeah. They're all ships, so I assume it's uh, navy, naval-based. Must be Admiral. Admiral. He's like, what? We got to defend Zion. Knowing what we know, did he make the right call? Uh. We lose... We, we lose a lot of guys in the hunt for Neo to go back into the Matrix. Yeah. It's all prophecy, so, I mean, you kind of got to do it. But, knowing we know, knowing what he knew, which is not as much as we know as the audience, yeah. Did, I think he was making the best tactical move yeah. to save... We send one ship yeah. out, but then to save that one ship, we send five more ships out. That was weird to me, too, because we sent two, but then we sent five? The number jumped. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there was like a council, and they're like, we need to send two ships. Yeah. But then, at the end of the movie, they go, someone sent off an EMP, we lost five ships. 
So they sent a lot more ships. Now you're down five ships. All the while, that attack's still coming. We know there's a third movie. So I don't think they gave... He is the Admiral. I don't know what Morpheus's rank is. Neo doesn't show up to meetings. I guess we just don't really know how many ships they actually have, though. That's... Oof. But in a Sentinel attack, can you risk to lose a single one? Probably not. That was his reasoning. We, we need them all. We need the Nebuchadnezzar. We've got an EMP everything. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I just, I don't feel like they gave him enough respect. The council's kind of disrespected him. Morpheus disrespected him. Neo, nowhere to be sound, but he's just like, hey, I gotta go do my thing. So, show Locke some, some respect. So, um, Reloaded, we, we get Revelation three, six months later. Okay. Watching Reloaded, does it, could you just watch that solo and just enjoy that as a movie? Yeah, I do. Do you need the second part of it? I don't think you do. I I, I think... Do you feel like you gotta, like... Is it... Oh, I guess I'm gonna... Is it his own standalone movie? Oh, man. Probably... The ending is literally a to-be-continued. It it is, yeah. Like, I don't... Probably not. Yeah. There's definitely enough cool action stuff to, like, keep you entertained for two hours without asking questions. But if you were looking for a beginning, middle, and end... It just it, it just stops. Yeah, it, it literally just ends. Yeah. Um, so I haven't ever. I've never really. I don't have a lot of experience with that. Are you a Harry Potter guy? Did you? No. Okay. I, I've seen. I don't remember any of them, yeah. but I know I've seen many of the films. Okay. I've read the first book. So they did that with the last movie, though. Or the last book. So it was one book. They turned it into two, and so I was curious if like. Did those seem? But you're a Hobbit guy. Yeah. Hobbit's one book. Three movies? Does each one feel like their own movie? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, I think that's the way... Yeah, if you're going to make three movies, you got to make three movies. Where I think as the Hobbit does feel like three individual movies. Yeah. You have to give the me a Lord satisfying the, the end. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, to me, doesn't. Does, does not. Okay. Yeah. That's... Uh, yeah, I think if you're going... If that's your uh, goal, is to like, we're going to chop this up, we're going to give you a second part, you got to give like a... You still have to give an ending. Yeah, it was abrupt. There, there can be enough, like, oh, okay, there's enough there. I mean, Matrix did it. We got a satisfying ending, but there was, like, enough talk about the war to come. And people like, wanted to see more action, yeah, like, more I want that combat. I want to see more of it. Yeah. But, yeah, this one just kind of feels like it shut, shuts off. Yeah. Just like, but they were so close together that they were like, ah, six months. What do you yeah, think? they kind of figured that. It's not one of those, like, well, you're going to get one movie, and then Matrix, it's not going to come out for 18 months. They were so close together, and they were upfront about that. Yeah, they were upfront like this is it, and then six months, this one's coming out. Mm-hmm. So I guess, because yeah, I, I think I would have probably have restructured that a little different. But what do I know? You're not Wachowski. I'm not Wachowski. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to make a action super movie with Liam Neeson, that dude from Thor, and Keanu. Yeah, what do I know? Yeah. We're gonna find some other like low key great action guys. Jeff Goldblum in uh, Lost World. That's great. <laughs> I thought you were going Independence Day. Oh no, I'm going Lost World. <laughs> He's great in that. Yeah. He'd be an action star? Goldblum? Ian Malcolm or what's I'd like to see Jeff Goldblum. He's 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 a dad. He's got a he's got a past. Something pulls him back in. I want to see Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. 
And um, my homie from Frasier, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, the guy who plays Frasier. Yeah. Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer, Grammer. In a super dark, gritty detective movie. Oh, yeah. That'd be so good. Yeah. Like real, like just real gritty. Like Seven style. Yeah. But it's Goldblum and Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. They got the chops. Oh, they'd be so good. Yeah. It'd be so good. Yeah. You you wouldn't be watching me like, that's the guy from Frasier. You'd be like, oh no, I, I buy this. Yep. I, yeah, he, he, he's an alcoholic. He fights his demons, but he's he's dedicated to the job. Yeah. Let's write that movie. <laughs> and Liam Neeson's the captain. That's right. <laughs> he's, he's the captain. He's, he tells him, hey, we got orders. We got no jurisdiction now. That's his. That's his. It's his line. Um. You you watch a lot. You you read a lot of sci-fi and everything that comes out of this. So a lot in this movie, it, it it is a lot about like prophecy. Yeah. Um. But then they do. I I think the end does something cool. I'm not sure because I was confused about what his two choices were. I don't know if he got a third choice in there, and they weren't anticipating that, or if he made one of the two choices, and I was just confused. But. Something that was just annoying me throughout the movie, and I almost feel like it's kind of cheap. Uh, I'm, I'm totally cool with Destiny and Prophecy and all that stuff, but like, I don't know, I feel like you, you kind of got to earn it. It was just got on my nerves, and it was just like, how do you know? I know because I'm supposed to know. Let's move on. Yeah, the, the unending, like, faith Yeah, it thing. just, it was, was, I'm totally cool. It's like, oh, shit, you were yeah. destined to be here. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's what's happening. Like Game, like, Game of Thrones does that, where it's like, oh, no, yeah. It all works out like this was how it was supposed to. You know, your pro, your life has led you here. But I feel like they earned it. Like they took the proper steps. Where this was just like, nope, this is how it's supposed to happen. It didn't happen that way. It's all right because that's how that was supposed to happen. It just it, it just feels cheap when it's not well done. But they make up for it by doing some um, sweet kung fu fighting. Sweet sweet kung fu fighting. Yeah. It's it's really yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, the key master at one point just says that line. Like he's like, how do you know? I know because I'm supposed to know because that's what the prophecy says. I was like, but how did you learn that? How did you come across that knowledge? I like that little. But key. I like that little key guy. It's also then kind of get around because well, he's a program. How Run do, around filing keys. <laughs> I like that he was like literally the key master. Yeah, like had a vest full of keys and tools. It's like, but he had to make. It's not like he had a skeleton key. No, he had to make he had the to make key. That key. That went into that door to get them yeah. to where they need to go. I, I, I dug it. Uh, so the last question I guess I have is uh, Matrix Reloaded. Did we need it? No. I don't think so. No. I don't think we needed it. I think if they would have just made the Matrix, everyone would have been just fine with that. Mm. Yeah. I, I agree too. It, it, you know, it, it's kind of hard to answer without seeing Revolution because a lot, I did think this was an incomplete movie. Um. But maybe Revolution answers a bunch of it. But I also believe Revolution is the one that like has not the great uh, greatest reviews. Right. So you know it's tough when you're just like, oh, we're gonna make two movies. It's fine. But it's like, well, I can't really grade your one movie because it's it, you get a you get it incomplete on your report card because I don't know. Yeah. If you ask me if I could just watch Reloaded, no, I can't. I and The Matrix, a movie that I don't know since 1999, I've probably seen it ten times. This is the second time I've seen Reloaded. It's not one I was like, yeah, I got, I got to throw in Reloaded. Right. 
I'll watch all three Star Wars, you know, Constantly. every other year. Yeah, just all like, day. yeah, I can't every watch day. New Hope and just be like, I don't know, can you do that? Can you just grab, like, Return of the Jedi? I was like, I'm just going to watch Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Okay, you did. I was like, all right, I'll watch three. I just watch all three. Yeah, because like I'm like, I'm watching Star Wars. Well, I kind of want, I kind of want Jedi Luke. So I throw in Return of Jedi, mm. and I was like, you know, I'm feeling it's cold out. I need some, Ooh, some desert heat. Yeah. So I'm gonna throw in the first. We'll go to Tatooine. Oh man, this weather would be great. This is twin suns. This is some good hot weather. Hot right weather. Yeah, it's, it's so hot. No Empire today. Just feel like cold. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. I can grab. Okay. Um, of the original three, I can grab anyone and watch. Okay. Of the original of the prequel. I could probably not. I think if I'm gonna watch the prequel, I need to start. I gotta go all the way to one and fight my way through it, just to see the end where where he's like, no, <laughs> just to get that, just to get to that end, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one I just I never feel like I need to watch Reloaded. I never feel like I'm, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I, we'll get to Revolution. I haven't been. I mean, we'll keep I, that on the back burner. I enjoyed Reloaded. I haven't been. Yeah. Compelled to just watch Reloaded. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you're just like, I really got to see that freeway battle, or I got to see that scene where Neo fights all the Agent Smiths. Yeah, this isn't a movie like, yeah, I just want to enjoy this movie because as a, yeah, as a standalone story, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I think we ought to think about hitting up Revolution down the road. I mean, we watched Batman and Robin. We're going to watch Revolution. Just the way that Reloaded ended, I think maybe we ought to yeah. hit it down down the road away. It did. I mean, watching this, it did keep me interested in that. I had, you know, a movie should, it raised questions. It didn't give me the answer. So that's why you got to turn into yeah. part two. Because I think I've only seen Revolution once. Revolution once? No, yeah. twice, actually. I okay. saw it in the theater, and then when I bought my triple oh, DVD, you, I talked about yeah, it. So I've seen it, it yeah. twice. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll watch. So we'll give this like an incomplete. But right now, it's a didn't necessarily need it because the Matrix is so awesome. So awesome. Matrix is dope, man. This whole concept. We is had a so guy cool. in my high school. He wore a trench coat, but I like trench coat mafia style. Just like his thing was like, oh, it's like the coat Neo wore. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Morpheus has the dopest sunglasses. Yeah, there's no stems; they just clip. Yep, just clip right to the bridge of it. That's move. amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Even in kung fu fighting, they yeah. just stay. Just stay. Just stay on your face. Unbelievable sunglasses. They're so cool. Yeah, Matrix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my MVP of it, they, like the cool, the low key cool. I mean, yeah, Neil. They got the leather trench coats. They have the cool sunglasses. They, you know. The cool clothes and the the uh, disco techno rave, yeah, that's all cool. Low key, coolest guy in the movie, Agent Smith. Yeah. At one point, he grabs a Matrix. I don't even know what you call it, the human. He grabs a human, I guess, but you're in the Matrix. The guy screams out, "Oh God!" And he just looks at him and goes, "Agent Smith will suffice." <laughs> and then he kills him. I'm like, that's the dopest dude in the movie. <laughs> the- oh God, Smith will suffice. And the the greatest thing about the Matrix franchise in general is when I would walk through my college dorms and everyone had the Matrix screensaver on their PC. Oh, just the, just the, the falling... The falling letter things. The falling letters, yeah. That was the greatest thing. You always saw that, and then while seeing that, you heard Uncle Cracker follow me playing. That was my freshman year of college. Man. Matrix screensavers and Uncle Cracker... 
And he just walked around the dorms, and that was what was going on. Yeah. It felt like home. I'll go crack here. Um, I'll say, you know what startled me about this movie? I mean, just physically, like, watching it. When it... it you know you're winding down, because you go, okay, this is only a two-hour and 20-minute movie. I say only, but... Um, I, I didn't have a problem with the time. I said it was imbalanced, but I didn't feel like it was felt overly long. Um, but you, you're at a point where you don't feel like it's the end, necessarily... And then all of a sudden they hit you with that Rage Against the Machine. Yep. It comes out of nowhere. What you say? What you say? What you say? I'm like, oh, I guess we're done. I guess I guess we're done. I like that continuity. How they hit us with another Rage song yeah, at the just, end. Oh, that Rage Against the Machine. That was rad. You know what? Let's, someone re-edit this for me. Send it to Mike. Matrix Reloaded. Just, just send the last like five minutes to him. It's the last scene. It's like, what are they going to do? All of a sudden, Wachowski film. And it's just... Follow me. Yeah, I just I want I want that I want that guitar riff as it, as it just says Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss. They don't know what you're saying. I don't know why. That was a big hit. Uncle, Uncle Cracker. What a Uncle Cracker. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Good for Uncle yeah. Cracker. I guess. Good. With Kid Rock's DJ, is that what he was? He was Kid Rock's DJ. Who hit us with some great country hit, pop? Hit, hit us with that Follow Me song, yeah. and then hit us with that um, cover. Uh, dr- drift Away? Of, uh, is that what it's called? Yeah, drift it's called away? Drift Away. Yeah, it was a cover of, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seemed a little off-brand when you tell me that we're getting a guy named Uncle Cracker, he used to ride around with Kid Rock, I'm like, okay. This guy gonna hit me with a little rap rock, a little Detroit sound. Right. Not follow me. No. Did his own style. Did his own thing. Man. Yeah. You gotta respect it. <laughs> uh, so if if you want to work on that uh, on that on that cut for for Mike, uh, you can email it to us at dbtgpodcast.com or send it. Just tweet it to him. Just if you just want to re-edit all the fight scenes. Yeah. To Uncle. To Cracker? that. Yeah. To Uncle Cracker. That'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah. Just the Kung Fu fight set to that. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah, you can tweet that at us. Hashtag follow me. Um, at DBTG Podcast. Find us on Facebook. Don't be that guy. Um, you want to get jumpstarted next week's movie, we're going to do um, The Manchurian Candidates. Going remake. The early 2000s Denzel movie. A remake of uh, the Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah, of uh, 60s. Is that? Ooh. 70s. 40s. I don't. Man, I can't remember the year on that. It all, it all, anything pre like 1974 is all the same genre. I'm excited to watch this. Yeah, because I have not seen this one. It's new to me. Yeah, I, I've never seen. I've never. I seen like either. Denzel. Yeah. I like the original Manchurian. Hmm. I kind of think maybe this might be better. I don't know. We'll know. We'll know. We'll answer that question next week. Next week. week. Uh, But until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guide to sequel and remix. Should have taken the blue pill. I believe it is our fate to be here. It is our destiny.